Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. We don't have our music this morning. I don't know why it's not playing, but that's okay. I <laughs> just wanted to say it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. We are Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour. They. The Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When you ask, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, we're at WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John, and this is episode 103, 103. Hey. I like these triple-digit numbers. You hear him right there. It's Tom the Elderberry. He's back with us. Hey, lady. We had a little bit of... Uh, um, hurricane. Yeah, we had a hurricane, and then cleaning up from the hurricane, my back went out. So My neck, my back. <laughs> my bussy. Girl. We have all kinds of things to talk about. Spain. Spain showing the world their bussy. Lil Nas X. Madonna. Gay blood, so much in the pipeline today. So, and to everybody, happy LGBTQ Pride Month and Latin Heritage Month, and happy National Coming Out Day. Yes, it's great that they're showing it up today. We both came out a long time ago. I was never in. All right. <laughs> and on 1987 was the first March on Washington. Yes. On October 11th, which predates the coming out day which started in 1988 exactly and yeah and that just it's wonderful we just have to say gay yep so gay it's it's so gay this is a very gay week coming up i know i can feel it in my blood it's all i know i can feel it in my blood it's all tingly (laughs) my gay blood yes you can paint your walls with my gay blood you were going to get to that soon but first of all let's start talking about two things that we've taken from the past three weeks i'm gonna let you go first my first thing yeah is hurricane prep is a must you can't wait till later to do it (laughs) that is no lie I had all of my hurricane supplies. I was so happy. I was so happy we went we went without power, but we still had our gas stove going. So I had gas for the stove and everything. So we still ate good and you know the whole It's important. We still ate good, yeah. And of course the shower. It was we were only out like two days. A day and a half to two days. It was our cable or our internet that was out longer that wasn't fun. Thank God for my phone. It yes. saved me. That's me too. Me mm-hmm. too. And I have a little battery operated TV. It's a lithium battery, so you have to charge it back up. So I would just go back out to my car and charge it up and then sit there and me and me and Paul would sit there and watch TV. I so s- we didn't really go without too much. No, this one was actually very gentle for us, too. Yeah, and then afterwards, it was beautiful. Usually, like when Charlie hit, afterwards, it was so hot and humid and horrible. And for it to be August, the way this was just the perfect storm. But it pulled all that cold air that was already over the Midwest down to us. Yes. So for two days, I had perky. For two days, we had an actual Florida fall. I put a hoodie on (laughs) <laughs> the first night, I swear. I had pajamas on, long sleeve pants and top. I had full pajamas on <laughs> because it was too cold. I hope all of our listeners got cleaned up from Ian because it was yes, it was a mess. Yes, we just had a whole bunch of debris and waiting for the county to now come around and pick up all the debris off the side of the road. We just got the call yesterday that we were allowed to flush our toilets again in Castleberry. Uh-huh. We couldn't flush them. Right. Once a day. Only once a day. Yeah, to conserve on water to keep it from. Well, the lift stations weren't able to lift it because everything had flooded. Yeah. Insanity. Wow. I know my dad in Northport, he was on a a boil water alert, and he just got his power back. He kept saying, luckily he has has a generator, but he kept saying, they gave us a boil water alert, but how are we supposed to boil water if we don't have power? Okay. It's, yeah. It's a conundrum. It really is. (laughs) It's a conundrum. It really is. So that was my first one. My second one, which is just basically on the fly that I'm saying right now, is that 
don't let social anxiety stop you from doing things. Ever. Push yourself because I I went out Friday and I had never been to the Abbey. So, of course, in my head, I'm going to worry about where, where am I going to park? Um, if it's in a garage, am I going to forget? Oh, my gosh. I pulled into that parking garage. And right there, just as soon as you pull in, there was a spot right there open calling my name. Yay. So I just pulled right in there and then just walked out and then walked along Lake Eola down. I was like, okay, this is great. And I ran into our friend Gregory there. Gregory met. Everybody was there. Yeah. I wish I could have made it, but I just could not. Yeah. Palm, Palm from Palm's Palm uh, Sandwicheria. Catered it? Yes, yeah, she catered, and it was good. That was like the second time I've had Palm's in the last week or two weeks. Mm. Yeah. I love Palm's food. And she was also, she stayed around, and she was there for the party also. Um, I got to meet Annabella Lewin of Bow Wow Wow and Jade Sterling of Pretty Poison. Catch Me, I'm Falling. Yes, Catch Me, I'm Falling, which was, it was so funny. She did a new song that she has out called Swept Away, and it is really good. I saw that. I saw your video. Yeah, it was really good. And then, of course, Annabella Lewin did all of my favorite Bow Wow Wow songs. She did Do You Want to Hold Me. She did Baby Oh No. She did Louis Couture. She did I Want Candy. And I videoed every one of them. I was just like, yes. And Eric was there. Yes, my friend Miss Burns, Eric Winstrom, was there. Looking fabulous. As always. He always is. Everybody was there. Don and Susan were there. They came in. Um... I, oh, Jeff Munzig was there. I, a lot of Parliament House people. The way Locke described it was perfect. It was like his friends from from the 80s in the sand because there were people who flew in from out of state. Then there was friends from Barbarilla. Then there were friends from Parliament House. And then his um, 80s cruise friends. So he had a friends from all around his life and then his longtime friends that he's known a long time. Happy 50. What a way to spend your What a way. So, let's go on to yours now. Well, my first one has to do with Miss Ian as well. Uh Uh-huh. Good friends can make bad situations better. Good friends can make bad situations better, yes. Because my public storage flooded on the first floor. And I was on the first floor. Yeah. Thank the Lord I was in the one that's a four-story building because down the street there's one that sits lower off of 436. Uh-huh. It was under seven feet of water. Oh, my gosh. Everybody there is a total loss. Yeah. On your, Even on the, the property manager floor. that lived there had to move. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's- Ridiculous. And the second one is very similar to yours. Live music is healing. Yes, it is. Because me and Casper got to go see Lizzo, mm-hmm. and what a bop. Yes. It, Saucy Santana opened. Oh, really? He's from Tampa. Uh-huh. So he had the Vogue dancers, like, death drops, and why cool. he's just out there doing his thing. And then Miss Lizzo came on, and it was fabulous. Yes, she always, she's so fabulous. And then she got to play the flute. She played the flute actually five different times this time. Oh, really? And she came out in a flesh color. Not the flute. Not the flute we're going to talk about later, but her Sasha flute. Yes. And she came out in a nude body stocking and projected things on her as she performed. Oh, cool. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. That is cool. It didn't go anywhere else but just here. On her bodysuit, right. And it finalized with My Body, My Choice. And if you've ever been to a Lizzo concert, it's a very high-pitched sound when they're all vibrating in uh-huh. unison. Amazing. That's cool. That is so cool. I wish I would go to Lizzo. But I, Next tour, so cool. we're going. And poor Lizzo, man. She's been catching some flack for playing Jordan, uh, Madison's, Madison's flute. Crystal flute. Yes, she has. It's all from one side, which is really crazy, that they go all that they're going crazy over her plan, James Madison. I guarantee you, before flute. she played it, nobody even knew he had one. Exactly. Exactly. It's I want her to dig up. Lesson. I want her to pull up Thomas Jefferson's bones and play him like a xylophone. <laughs> right. 
Next, Beyonce will be performing with George Washington's wooden tea trying to get one up. Girl, no. With his axe that he chopped the cherry or the apple the cherry tree down with. But it's awesome because James Madison has invited her to come to the home and play the flute from the National Archives there. Right. And she played the flute at the National Archives. So right. And then Kanye, our yay, yay, has to put her name in his mouth. Yes. And call her demonic for being positive about her size. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> well, my opinion of him isn't really the best. Take your meds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Take your meds big time. But, um, yes, she, she played that flute and everyone just had a hizzy over it. <laughs> That was so funny. I don't understand. I don't understand what the big deal was. It hasn't been played since the 1800s, right? And Lizzo is a flautist, and she's a flautist. Yeah, I mean, she she's knows how to do it. I'm sure she had to have been nervous. Just I know. number one, holding it, holding it, and then playing it, and then making it sound so amazing. Yes, yeah. What a talent. She's ta- very talented. Super she's very talented. talented. I like how she also is. Um, how she's just body positive. And she just won an Emmy. It's amazing how much she dances on stage and still hasn't lost all that weight. Five costume changes. Really? Five. Cool. They had a thing that rose up from the floor, so she would walk off stage, they were pulling that off, putting it on her, and she would come back up on the stage, not even 30 seconds. Wow. Um, as fast as Cher. That's a team, yeah. As fast as Cher. Yeah. And all the backup dancers had coordinating outfits that matched what she was wearing. Oh, cool. Did they also have the projection outfit? Or did she just, was the only one? Only one, because that's when she did naked. Right. It it was amazing. That's cool. So. Local. This is, yeah, let's talk about local stuff. Because it's going to be a busy week. This has come out with Pride this weekend. What? Come out with Pride is this weekend. Really? I didn't know we were having Pride. As part of, yes, we have our Pride. A lot of places have them in June. Uh, We have gay days in June, so therefore we have Pride. And I do wonder if the following week, if there's going to be Pride of Color, if so, I want to go. I hope they do that again. That was really nice I think they will. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. Because that was one of the things when um, what Nemo was going off about on social media about not being inclusive, I I put in there, I'm like, you know, last year that they did have a Pride of Color the week after, and I didn't see Nima there. <laughs> I think they're doing a lot this year. Yeah. All of the Grand Marshals are local people. Right. Um, there's uh, Shay, the transgender lady that... Yes. Um, I forget who the other one is. Oh, no. And then Doug Basir. If you're listening, sometimes honor the people that we have while they're alive. Right. It was Joel Strack, Billy Maines, and now Doug. And they were all each individually talented and brought so much to our community. community. So it'll be nice to see Taffy in the parade. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Everything opens at noon. The transgendered march is at 1 o'clock. And that's going to be reversed like it was last year. Right. Um, there's going to be food courts. There is the Rainbow Ranch Family Zone. There's going to be, you knew this year, the Youth Pride Zone. Mm-hmm. They're having the Sober Pride, which we haven't included before. Oh, right, that's a new thing. There's going to be a Pride Quiet Place. I oh. can't wait to see how that's going to work out. Right. And then we have the stages. Right. We have the Diva Stage, which is going to have performances from Southern Nights, Savoy, Creature Feature, Off the Record, Central Florida Ballroom, The House of San Miguel, Le Vexons, and the All Gaga Ball, starring Mr. and Miss Adrian, yes. Lady Camden, and Evie Oddly. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Dance Stage with Scott Robert, DJ Deton from Dallas, Oh, oh really? Lord. And Citizen Jane, the one that's in all yes. the commercials, they brought her. Oh, wow. Expanded lights, club style lighting. That's going to be at the back part where the spinning tree is. Right. And then they're having the local stage, which is new this year, which is going to feel Cesar De La Rosa and Push Love, Free Daps, Billy Bick, Winnie's Rock Cauldron Cabaret. Oh, Billy Milken. Billy Milken. Cool. So that's going to be fun. And then the fireworks are at nine. 
Right. And you can pick up your Come Out With Pride at any place that has Watermark, the whole guide with everything listed in it. Watermark? Yeah. You can find it all in Watermark, which you can find all around your different businesses, gay and straight. And then you can find a lot of us at the Rainbow House at Ace Cafe from 8 until 2 a.m. Featuring Lady Camden, Susan Morabito, D-Ton, Seth Breezy, and DJ ESP from Greece. And Evie Outlay's going to be there too, isn't she? Technically, no, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if she's here, I mean. Thank you. It was just like when they had the people from Pose and they were all at Stone. Exactly. That was so awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this Pride. It's been a long year. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't even think about what else is happening local because I'm just so geared up for Saturday. Well, I know um, tonight Tora Hyman, she's normally at Cocktails and Screams one night, but I know that she is at a new place I, I saw... I can't remember the name of it, though. But she's at a new place tonight. Um, you can find her on social media, Tora Hyman. And then you can find out from there. H-I-M-A-N. And then, yeah, H-I-M-A-N. And um, April Fresh. April Fresh, yes. She has tonight, they, they're back at Club Secrets in Kissimmee. And then tomorrow is Mr. And Miss Adrian at Boots. Yes. And there's all sorts of pride pre-brunches and... Oh, there's lots. All sorts of stuff. Right. So we look forward to seeing you at the parade. Yes, yes. We will be on a float, most likely, hopefully. The weather gods permitting, you'll see us on the Miracle of Love can float. Yes. We'll be shaking our tambourines. Tambourines. To the music. Are they going to have a DJ this year? Child, I hope the flow shows up. Right. Kind of a little stuck <laughs> at the not, moment. We'll all be marching. Mm. <laughs> I'll be like, um, okay. So just to get started on now to different um, articles that we've ha- that have kind of piqued our interest in the past few weeks. The first one is that you can now buy red paint that's made from real blood donated by gay men, not straight men, not bi men, gay men. <laughs> is this because of the HIV? Outdated policy of the FDA. Yes, there is a group that's called the Gay Blood Collection, and they were created to protest an outdated FDA rule that places limits on gay men donating blood. Even though that rule has been changed, um, they still have brought this out. They have paint that is actual blood. In 2018, they printed T-shirts with ink made from the blood of gay men, and that was the Blood is Blood initiative. Um, I don't think it's all blood. It has to have some sort of paint quality. Yeah, it. they have to have something in there with there. But um, it, then they updated it in 2015 and then in 2020. But there's still limitations on whether gay or bisexual men can donate blood. So because of that, because they say FDA considers gay men a bigger threat to the blood supply than a straight man who is treated for chlamydia or genital herpes. So that's why the same team, uh, composed of the agency Mother and the artist Stuart Simple, they released an entire paint collection, all made from real blood. And it has a, it's a fountain pen, screen, uh, screen printing ink, acrylic paint, spray paint, and a marker, all in the same deep red color. That's awesome. The supplies run from different prices, but they're designed to be protest tools for people to print shirts, paint protest signs, and side positions to fight back against the FDA's homophobic and outdated policies. Well, the color is emotive. Yes. I mean, if you look at any artwork, when you see certain colors, they bring out emotions. Well, blood dries darker red, too. Right. Because it's not going to be that same red that you paint, you know, just like most paints. You paint, it's one color, but when it dries, it's another. Right. It's another hue of the same color. But that's pretty cool. I mean, what a way to say, hey, take that, FDA. Uh, I think it's interesting that they saw the color pink from the women's marches and wanted to bring the same sense of urgency to a color using this. Right. Right. And if you're interested, they are doing the study on uh, gay men who are not HIV positive donating blood at the center. 
So you can contact the center for that study. At the center, they are doing a study on gay men. Donating blood. The HIV negative men. Right, right. Oh. It's a two-year study, and that's running now. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. But, yeah, I just think this is kind of cool. Can you imagine, like, walking in, somebody like, oh, what a nice feature wall. What is that? Oh, it's gay blood. Gay blood. It's all the rage. <laughs> it's all the rage. And it's very Forget special. Jungle Red. It's gay blood. <laughs> that would be so funny (laughs) so we've talked before about um, gay pro wrestler Anthony Bowens and he's part of the all elite wrestling otherwise known as AEW and he's a tag team uh, we talked about him like three weeks ago yes we talked about him before that he was hoping to become the first uh, the first um, openly gay professional wrestler um, in all elite wrestling to win a tag championship and they did win a tag team championship I love tag teams yes so do I especially a wrestling tag team I really like watching them <laughs> so he he did he won so yay yay for you Anthony so he partnered in the ring with Max Caster, and they went against their rival team, Swerve in Our Glory, made up of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland at an AEW Grand Slam. And um, it was a tag team Grand Slam. Yeah, Ooh. that was the name of it. Yeah. So this is his first title win in AEW since he was signed in 2020, and the fourth championship win that he's had in his entire career because he could be in other federations. Like the Federation of Planets? No, Wrestling Federations. Oh, sorry. Wrestling Federations. But something else that is so funny about, um, that made me also talking about wrestling, is Vince McMahon. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Vince McMahon. Now, Vince McMahon is the owner and... Was. Well, yeah, that's why he was. He got rid of. He was the owner of WWE, which was formerly WWF, which was formerly WWWF. His father owned it. The acronyms are so and, confusing. Well, they changed it from WWF because the World Wildlife Federation came after them <coughs> over copyright. Yeah. And they were really big. They put out toys and everything. WWF was everything. And then they had to change it because of that to WWE. I was like, all those years they had WWF and now they got to change it. But the <laughs> different wrestlers have come out talking about Vince McMahon's first homosexual experience story. <laughs> That just makes my eyes bleed. It makes my eyes bleed. It makes my mind bleed because of it being Vince McMahon. He's gross to me. But he recently retired, and he's a disgraced far-right wrestling mogul. Vince McMahon is once again having his past aired out by his own former wrestlers. It all started with McMahon pitching a new storyline to the wrestlers. Um, According to Scott Hall, which... um, Scott Hall, he's actually dead now. He's passed away. Oh, no. He he passed away not long ago. But according to him, when he was alive, the owner thought they should spice things up by having another wrestler have a gay crush on him. And then, and seemingly, Vince McMahon pivoted to his personal life. That He says, let me tell you about my first homosexual experience. I remember sitting, me and Kevin were both sitting in Vince's office at TV. I looked at Kevin and my first thought was, as opposed to your most recent. Bloop. Then he went on and he recounted the experience secondhand. And he was talking about when he was living in North Carolina and was hitchhiking one time. I don't know anything about Vince's past, but I'm thinking hitchhiking from where? The pool to the country club? <laughs> like what? He said some guy picked him up and was rubbing his head on his leg. And then he's thinking, okay, now you told me. What does this have to do with wrestling? He said, I remember being really resistant to it. <laughs> that wasn't the way we were doing business. So basically, his first his first homosexual experience was being picked up as a hitchhiker and a guy rubbing, it, hit, rubbing up in the inside of his leg. Oh, Vince. But it's, uh, I just think that was hilarious. That This is coming from Scott Hall, who's no longer with us. He is so funny. 
Kevin, it was on Kevin Nash's podcast where they were talking about it. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were both best friends in wrestling and they did a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny for Vince McMahon to be like, yeah, I would have never expected that. Me neither. Because it seems a little homophobic sometimes with the the plot lines that they use. Oh, on in wrestling? Yeah. It's been very thought of that it's very homophobic. Because they take stereotypes and then they have these characters play these stereotypical gays and then they're always the bad guy. Everyone boos them. They're thought of to be weaker. Mm. Goldberg. Yeah, but Goldberg wasn't a gay character. He didn't ever play a gay character. No, but he is in real life. He's so I love Goldberg. I got to touch that neck is just gigantic. That's what it was. I got to touch his neck, his and his shoulders, whenever he was driving by. When I went and seen them one time when he was in WCW. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. World Championship Wrestling. Got it. <laughs> I know my wrestling. I'm a wrestling freak. Oh, I can tell, sis. I, I've watched wrestling. I've, I like to go to them and everything. So, queer as folk. 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 I always have trouble with that word. Queer as folk. The reboot is canceled after yes. one season oh. on Peacock. It didn't get the numbers. Well, I wonder, many things I wonder about that. Is it because it was on Peacock and not many people are going to pay extra, pay the $6 a month or whatever it is to, that you pay to Peacock, you know, to, get, to have that app to watch it? I knew a lot of people that didn't want to watch it because of the content. I know a lot of people that didn't want to watch it or wasn't into watching it because of the content also. Being, the similarities to Pulse. Being to Pulse, how they started it out with a tragedy just like Pulse and then turned around and the show was supposed to be built on the aftermath of it, of a tragedy of such, you know. But it was too close to Pulse. Um, I couldn't do it. Right, it was. Way I watched the beginning of it until it got to there, and I'm like, "Nope, yeah, just can't do it." Yeah, I didn't. I don't have Peacock. I have Peacock, but not. Uh, the, I have the free Peacock. Not. I don't pay for it. Not the paid version of it. I wish it could have went a lot uh, longer for the younger generation because that's something that they could process. Right. But for our generation, it's completely different. Yeah. And yeah. our generation is the one that made the first generation, the first the queer first, folk go for so long. Right. And right. Kinda, the American version it, and the British too, but the American. It just alienated that segment with that beginning. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, speaking of Pulse, um, on the on the We're Here, which is Shangela, Bob the Dry Queen, and Eureka, <laughs> I, on the Netflix series We're Here, they actually in season three it's been um it's been um leaked that well it's been said by one of the creators co-creators um that they're gonna have a, a pulse survivor oh yeah so they're they and it's gonna be so it's a pulse survivor is one of their drag kids because what they do on the show is like bring drag and then they put someone you know up in drag and so they said that um um, that the Pulse Survivor is going to be one of their drag kids. I was like, that's going to be cool. Are you watching Dancing with the Stars? Yes. Speaking of Shangela. Yes, I am. Did you see the Al Cafonso called her Angela? Yeah, and she did an interview with him this morning. Yes. And she's like, have you learned my name yet? Yes. Alfondo. Yeah, she called him Alfondo. And he was so taken aback. It took him a minute to recover. He's like, I called you Angela because my wife's name is Angela. And it was, I just got like, okay. No, he just forgot her name and called her Angela. <laughs> Fess up to it. Yeah. But her face was flawless when she he. Did a, she did a TikTok or it was on Instagram too. But she did a TikTok where she was saying, who is Angela? <laughs> I want to know. Where is this Angela at? You forgot the sh yeah, the sha. The sha. <laughs> the ish. <laughs> the sha. Yeah. That's, that cracked me up. 
whenever I, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what? And then I, when I looked it up, I was like, oh my gosh, Alfonso Rivera called her Angela. Alfonso. Alfonso Rivera. <laughs> Guess what? What? We spoke about it earlier. So now it's time, I think, since it's midway through the show to talk about it. What are we going to talk about? Spain is showing the world it's bussy. <gasps> it's what? It's bussy. Ooh. And gay Twitter is losing it. So this past week, well, it's actually been a couple weeks ago now, Spain's transit system is called Sabadell, and it's unveiled a new mascot. And its mascot is called Bussy, La Bussy. La really? Bussy. Yes. Yes. Which it is may it is supposed to be a portmanteau of bus, like autobus, and C, yes. So you're saying yes, bus, meaning Bussy. Bussy. So yes, Bussy. But What's, it's it's so funny. It's so 2D looking. It's a big white blob with spray painted green hands and feet and then two ears that come up like a rabbit. And then it has all these lines like if you've ever seen Depeche Mode song, Songs of the Universe album cover. Yeah, the radiating lines. With all the lines, yes, all through it. And then this two... Un, two eyes that are not the same size, big red cheeks, and this big orange lip smile. Boosie. Boosie. Oh, Boosie. So, of course, gay Twitter is losing it because it's, it's may also made up of a word that you'd have to look up on Urban Dictionary to find out what it means. But it's not a, not wait, wait. It's a gay t- it's a gay slang term that we can't talk about. No, nope. but it's um it's it, but it's spelled totally different. It's not the same. Lavusi is simply a reminder of some of our favorite ill-advising campaigns over the years. Is what the article says. I'm like, no, I think it's pretty funny. I thought it was cute. Yes, because aren't the radiating lines like the directions or the maps where it goes? Basically, yes. yes. It stops. It has a circle for the stops, and then it goes. Yeah, it's like it's map. So, <laughs> so there was a, like on Twitter. It's like I thought you all might like to know that here in Spain, Salvador's bus service has unveiled its new mascot, Bussy, and it's, it shows a bus, and it's got a red carpet leading up to it, and the bus doors opens out and comes out dancing as Bussy, La Bussy. I would have liked to have been at that unveiling. And it's got kids in it behind it too. But of course, that's just so funny. Play on words. Yeah. Speaking of play on words, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil Gay. So Chick Fil A is not going to be happy because this Texas restaurant has a new chicken sandwich, which they call the Chick Fil Gay. It's a panko textured filet with a slightly sweet taste topped with two crinkle cut pickles on a lightly toasted bun plus mayo. Hold the homophobia. Thank you. Right. Right. So So this is where Dallas just in time in Dallas yep, it's just in time for a for your pride. It's in Dallas. It's called Alexander's Bar in the Dallas neighborhood of Oaklawn. Debuted a new chicken sandwich on Sun or a couple Sundays ago to mark Pride in Dallas. It's called the Chick Fil Gay, and it's a creation of Alexander chef Sharina Hassel, who came up with a delicious clapback in response to Chick Fil A's well-known anti-LGBTQ history. Well, good for her, isn't it? We should get somebody here. She announced a new entree with the Instagram post. Sunday for Pride in the Dallas, the Alexander's Kitchen under the direction of Chef Sharina Hassel will be debuting our pickle brine chicken sandwich. It's only available on Sunday, comes with no religious bigotry and no hate. And don't worry, our pickles touch. <laughs> Let's call this Chick-fil gay. That's fabulous. Isn't that wonderful? It is. <laughs> it makes me hungry for it. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great because really Chick-fil-A can't say, hey, that's 
we've got, you know, copyright infringement or trademark infringement because you can't trademark a chicken sandwich, how you make it. No, but you can the chick and the fill part. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's true. And then whenever it says chick fill gay, they put the G little, the A uppercase and then the Y little case, the lowercase. Yeah, they're going to get really close there. That, so that probably would. <laughs> so, but it's so funny because Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. So they they also put it in the, it's a little wrap. It's like a silver wrap that it comes in with a rainbow on it. So they've, they've gone on out. They've gone all out for it. They've said yes. So yeah. let's talk about some fun subjects for a moment. Ooh. To get away. Not that the other ones haven't been fun, but some even better ones. Little Nas X. That is, this is so funny. To a couple of things about Little Nas X. So he has, he has started requesting at his, um, at his concerts for people to not be using inhalants. Mm. And he, the way he said it was, your body does not have to be that relaxed. <laughs> You're at a concert, your body does not need to be relaxed. He's tearing it up on this tour. Yes. The opening night when he bought pizza for the homophobes. Uh-huh. And then crushed on one of them really bad. Yes. Then yes. he asked you not to do um, inhalants. Yes. And then he's dropping demons. Yes. Then he. This is the crowd. This is so funny. He stopped his show to go to the bathroom. Can't, I have never. I've been to lots of concerts. Ever. I have never been Ever. to or heard of anybody at a concert where they're like, Ever. "I've got to stop the concert because I have to go to the bathroom. I've got to go number two at that." Be specific about it. But he was quick. Yeah. But dropping yeah. demons, that and slayed he, me. And he literally left the stage. Did his business, did his business and returned. And then returned and finished the concert. <laughs> and he was here last Monday. And the yes, my friends was, that went said it was absolutely amazing. It was that hard rock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Ward went. I don't, and I, but I know. Nobody had any video that I've seen. I saw video, but John said he oh. left his he he only posted like four clips. He's like, it was so good. I was just engaged, engaged. in it. Yeah, and I didn't want to be one of those people that's on my phone not experiencing. Right, right. Because it starts out with like this little, like Lady Gaga with the egg. Remember that craziness? Yeah, yes. he has one of those, mm -hmm. and it's outside of the curtain that's down, and then it projects Little Nas X. But as his mom. Oh my. <laughs> and then it's the birth of Montero. Right. Right. Another five outfit changes, wicked choreography. Yeah. He did Beyonce's Pure Honey. Oh, really? The Vogue yeah. part of it. Oh, next time. That's awesome. I was just scared off because the tickets were so pricey before they yeah. moved it back pre Ian. Yes. Yeah. Then it became reasonable. Yeah. But. But that's so funny, though. Uh, he stopped a concert to go to the bathroom. But calling it dropping demons. And then calling it, yes, and then say I had to drop demons. And then we had Miss Cher walking the runway for Balmain. Yes. How amazing is she? Our pop culture moment. I know. She, no, she's beautiful. And I don't, she's timeless. 78 years old, rocking the runway. Yeah. And she just, just walked. I mean, she yes. didn't do the, the normal model stomp. Right. She just walked out with him and everybody erupted. Yep. Love her. Oh, the share. Love her. And now we have a purple M&M. Oh, yes, that's right. But we can't know if it's male or female because it comes with... Um, Isn't it non-binary? It is, but it has nuts. Oh. Okay, but that's still non-binary. I can... I can... People I, are going to flip. 
if they're mad about Lizzo blowing a flute it, from the 1800s. It represents acceptance. Oh my gosh, people are going to ban M&M's. I'm not buying M&M's because now they have to be woke. <laughs> it's a candy. I know, but you know how it is. My but favorite yes. was the comparison of Rhonda Santis, Rhonda, into the green M&M with the white go-go boots. Yes. Living. Yes. Living for that. Yes. And whenever our governor went to visit some hard-hit areas, actually went down to where it hit. Fort Myers. Fort Myers, yeah. Right there. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. That, yes, we have a purple M&M, and I think that's really awesome. Now, a little bit of your gay history. A little bit of what? It's not playing. History. Okay, for some reason. All of our effects are dead. For some reason, um, our ox is not playing. Is it so on all of our effects are dead. Well, in 1915, there was a Civil War soldier that was buried. Albert Kasher. Kachu? Cashier, I don't know her. <laughs> Cashier. Cashier. After being buried in his uniform and given his male name, they exhumed the body only to find out he was female body. And the real name was Jennifer or Jenny Hodges. Jenny so it, Hodges. She fought in the Civil War as a man. She made up a fake name. Right. And they rediscovered it after she was buried. So in 1970, they inscribed the second tombstone with both names on it. I thought that was fascinating. Yes. And the March on Washington in 87, October 11th, and National Coming Out Day. And King Edward II was killed in the UK. Oh, really? Today? In 1298. Because he was infatuated with a man named Piers Gaveston. Oh, Piers. Yep. Oh, Piers. You, <laughs> Piers, they ended up piercing him. Yeah, they did. He got pierced. <laughs> they weighed him he down, suffocated him with a plumber's iron, heated intensely hot, inserted into a tube into his parts. Into oh, my his gosh. intestines. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Which brings me to Joe Exotic. <laughs> How'd you like that segue? That was a very good segue. Joe Exotic. So, so his past lawyer now has come out and he revealed that Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, he spends his Netflix money on organizing shady prison drug deals. Shocking. Right, exactly. I mean, he just so fits the part. Wasn't this the same guy that was going to spend $60,000 on outfits to get married to a felon? Yes. Mm. Yes. He said that, um, I'm trying to look at, we're close. He, did, he, he didn't know it, but some payments that Mr. Maldonado Passage, his, his lawyer, directed Mr. Hernandez to make his, from his account were cloaked payments for drug transactions in the prison, and that's what Hernandez's lawyer, Roland Johnson, said in court documents. Indeed, Mr. Maldonado Passage, who that is Joe Exotic, would lie to Mr. Hernandez, referring to the payments as expenses for tiger food, among other descriptions. No. Tiger food. The lawsuit further stated that Hernandez did not discover how the payments were truly being used until September 2021, just over two years after the beginning of his 2019 trial. And the Netflix star was caught with a burner phone and later told Hernandez the truth about his alleged drug dealing. Well. Well, I guess when you're in jail, when you're in jail, you have to do something, you know? Yeah, but he has a little bit too much knowledge about all this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me thinks he might have been a little druggy when he was, like, not in prison. Well, I just wonder if he... um. If he used or if he didn't, because the first rule in that is you don't use what you don't use your own product that you sell, then you won't make any money. And I wonder if he being in jail, if he is using whatever it is. I think he's using the money to keep other people from turning him into a bride. Right. That's my hot take. That's true. 
I never thought of that. I'll score you some cigarettes if you don't. Right, if you leave me alone. If you don't. Exactly. Exactly. Talking of remakes, whenever we were earlier talking about Queer as Folks remake, now we have The Wizard of Oz that's going to be a remake. And it's supposed to be unapologetically queer, the director promises us. That will be wonderful. It is a remake by Kenya Barris. Oh, from Blackish. Yes, the Blackish writer. He said his cinematic trip to the Emerald City will feature representation from the LGBTQ plus and various other communities in an effort to bring the message of the original film into the 21st century. How cool does this sound? I, I'm here for it. He said we're going to turn a mirror on what we're at right now and take desperate characters from the desperate, dis, disparate, disparate disparate characters from the LGBTQ community, from different culture communities and socioeconomic communities, and tell the story that reflects the world. That would be lovely. It's, I know, can you imagine? Casting-wise, they said that the choices to play the iconic characters were not ones that you would think. So they're probably not going to cast well-known people. Um... Maybe. There's enough of them that they could get that are out. Out. Yeah, I'm sure that they're going to cast, cast LGBTQ. I want Ricky plus. Martin as the scarecrow. I want Ellen Page on there as... I don't know who, but she would... Elliot Page. Or Elliot Page. Elliot Page, yes. I, want I think there's enough big names that could do it. Yes. And by the way, go see bros. If y'all have not seen the movie, it is high hysterical. It is not doing well. I think people are saying that it's because um, the straights don't want to see it. I think that they misdirected the marketing on it. That's what I think, too. Harvey Fierstein was doing a talk with um, Billy Eichner the other night in New York. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why didn't they let word of mouth sell it? Right. I think there was an overt push there where if you actually go it. see the movie, it is absolutely funny. Yeah. Absolutely funny. Yeah. But it was just kind of being shoved in everybody's faces. And I don't think Billy Eichner did himself any favors no. by finger wagging everybody. Right. I think it's going to be a hindsight. It's like Brokeback Mountain. It came out and word of mouth made that movie just monstrous. Right. It was a little, what, 29-page book that they actually turned into the film? Into that film, yep. Ooh, I see a hottie walking in the hallway. <laughs> Hi, Brendan. <laughs> the guy that comes on next to us is up. <laughs> Looks like George in. Michael. I got to have some faith, sister. <laughs> the last time we saw him, he was in his Spider-Man suit. Yes. Um, so, on Reddit, you can always find the best stuff on Reddit, of course. And we're, this is the best subject to pretty much end with. On Reddit, Redditors reveal the skeeziest thing that they've done to check out a hot dude. <laughs> One says, I use a wheelchair, so sometimes if a guy is really, really cute, I'll ask for help to get to the other side of a ramp, even if it's not that steep. That shade. <laughs> I would so do the very same thing. <laughs> um, I work at a register and I saw a really hot guy walking up to the first register where my coworker was. And I said, hey, sorry, she's on break. Come to my register. As soon as he left, she laughed her brains out. Right. <laughs> I'd been like, okay. I slowed my running pace to stay behind a guy because... Because I liked a part of his body. I, um, I would have passed him otherwise. <laughs> Right. We've all done something. We've all done, yes. I was riding my bike past a construction site. The guy there was shirtless because it was 86 degrees or more. I hit the curb and almost fell off the bike because I was staring at him. I'm going to circle back to myself. In 1986, I was driving down the road out that gate at Uh Rollins, and there was a shirtless Rollins alumni that was just staggeringly beautiful. Uh-huh. And the man in front of me turned his head to look 
and I turned my head to look, but unfortunately he hit his brakes and I hit him. Oh no. And then the boy was obviously knew what was happening. <laughs> and it caused an accident. And I've never the guy's done like that. it's just a scratch. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> he knew he was looking at the same thing. <laughs> That's cool. No, That's really cool. It was bad. <laughs> Always tap your brake if you're going to check out a shirtless rolling boy walking around. Yes, anytime you're driving. Pro tip. I have I have been driving and been looking at someone to run off the road a little bit because I'm just like what? Distracted driving. Following as, as my head turns, my, my arms follow, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and like run off the road and then have to get back up. But I've never caught an accident. Have you snapped pictures of people? No. Like, no? No. Ever? No, that's what this one person was saying on this article, was saying that... um that um, he was taking pictures of, of, of this guy from behind because he was really hot. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? I couldn't get my phone out fast enough, but being Casper had dinner in Ebor uh-huh. pre, this guy had a beard to his waist. Oh my it gosh. It was beautiful. Yes. I yes. swear it's George Michael walking the hall. I <laughs> swear. <laughs> um. Yes. I, did you, so did you take a what? Did you take no, a picture? No. Me and Brian were both like. Gah, gah, gah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, we don't have any kind of outro music to play because. I well, can't. we can just pretend. Yeah. This has been well, another we still edition. Have another, we still have another five minutes. So we can talk about we can. what's going on. Just a reminder, Club Club Secrets in Kissimmee tonight, and that's with April Fresh and Twyla Holiday, and they usually have guests there, and you can stay for, they have after party if you want. Um, well, oh, and Pride this year. If you're going, it's a clear bag policy. Yes. They are going to have four checkpoints to get in. I'm sure that you'll be able to get swag that is not clear bag, once you're in the festivities, but to get in because of what happened at uh, July 4th, they're having... Because of the gun scare at July 4th, but what's well, not a gun scare, but something that went bang that made people run. And they're asking people, if you see something, say something and call 911 mm-hmm. just because of the climate that we're in right now. Right. So keep your head up, be proud, be out, and be aware. And happy National Coming Out Day. Yes. I can't forget about National Coming Out Day. No. Okay. We love you, and we will see see you you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Boy, it's weird with them.